season two, episode 10 of Spaceball, the Sideline Network's very own baseball themed podcast. Each week, I will throw nine pitches in the internet's own Austin space as we break down what's been going on in Major League Baseball over the past two weeks. Before we get into the show, Mr. Space, how are you doing? I'm doing okay, man. I, I'm finally unpacked. The only issue is um, my desk isn't here. So I'm still working on this card table with all this stuff clipped up. You don't see it, but I have like a hard drive here, this keyboard, this one monitor, my desktop's down here. It's it's a mess of wires. But other than that, I'm actually kind of set up in here, which is nice. So you know how it is. It's like once it comes together, it feels pretty good. It's like, all right. So um, how about you, man? What's happening in your world? Hey, you know, can't complain. Things are good. Things are okay. good. Weather's nice, you know, for at least another month or so in Connecticut. So just enjoying it as much as I can. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Stinking hot down here. I'll tell you that right now. I went running for the first time. I don't know. Yeah. You saw that. I'm like actually starting to work out a little bit and it's like, Oh God, it is hot out, man. Yeah. I would never want to run in Florida in the summertime. I would, that would have to be an indoor activity on a treadmill for me. So I yeah. give you credit yeah, for doing that's it. That's what it is. I, was, I didn't do anything crazy. I only ran like a mile. It's nice. My, I live in this apartment complex and it's like this little like neighborhood type mm-hmm. thing. So I just ran around. It's like basically running around the parking lot, but it feels like I'm running on sidewalks and stuff like that. So it's not that bad. So I did that. Um, hoping to do that some more. Cause I got to lose 10 pounds basically. Okay. Well, it's good for bad. you, man. That's awesome. So that's a good way to start. Yeah. All right. First segment. Did I get this right? This is going to be very cut and dry. Okay. In my opinion, this is the most exciting free agency period that I think I've seen in years. Did I get this right? Hmm. A lot of people have been saying that. Um, gosh, you know, I don't know. This, this may be. This may be. But there's still some stuff that goes on. Like I'm trying to think of things that have been this, uh, where a lot of big names have moved. Um, a lot of things were unexpected. Like I'll mm-hmm. say this right now, like I'm not even going to bother with our predictions. Cause we were, we were both wrong on every account by the way. Yes. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. None of us got anything right. So that's kind of cool. Um, a lot of unexpected stuff. Um, I think you can make the argument for it and I cannot make an argument against it right now, but I'm sure if I did enough research and looked on it and like, okay, there was a big trade here, big trade here, like 10 years ago, this and that. I think the other thing I could think of is maybe when the Red Sox deployed like Carl Crawford and Adrian Gonzalez to the Dodgers. I thought that was pretty big, but that was post deadline. So in recent memory with the amount of teams that I had to look at here, um, I guess I'll say, yes, you got it right. Um, but, but I'm not like, oh man, but it's like, I'm sure there's something out there. Be like, okay. This year was pretty big. This year is pretty big. I feel like they get, they get crazier and crazier as the years go by. So, all right. So as we enter into the nine pitches, we're going to have, or at least I'm going to have questions for Austin that are both macro in regards to major league baseball in general regarding free agency and also specific teams that I think are important. So just, yeah. just so you guys realize that it's going to be a little bit of everything here. So we're going to kick it off here with a change up for you. Which team do you believe was the biggest winner and the biggest loser at the trade deadline? The biggest winner I'm going to give to the Toronto blue Jays. Oh, okay. The biggest loser. 
I'm going to give to the Chicago White Sox. Those are my, those are my two. Really? Yes. I'm going to give those two. Who do you got? I have the Dodgers as the winner. Okay. They were close. Uh, just because, I mean, you get Scherzer, you get Trey Turner. I think that you, especially cause you got Scherzer away from the Padres, I think is, is pretty damn huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I actually have the Padres as the loser for me anyway. Dude, those are really good picks, man. Those are really good picks. I mean, I, I've, I did some grades on each one. I put, mm-hmm. I gave the Dodgers an A minus. I gave the Blue Jays an A. Okay. I gave the Padres a C. All right. And I gave the White Sox a D. So you're saying, okay, yeah. I mean, Dodgers, of course. I mean, that that's, if they're not one, they're probably in the top three of doing the deadline. They got Scherzer, they got Turner, and they got Duffy. And you're right. They did take away Scherzer from the Padres. Because earlier on, because I, offline, I text you guys all about what's happening. Oh, you yeah. Know? Yep. And uh, I thought at one point Scherzer was the lead to go to the Padres. And then somehow yeah. it flipped in its this colossal blockbuster move where they lump in Trey Turner and they move over to the Dodgers. Um, yeah. The, in the, the Padres didn't really do much besides Adam Frazier, who's having a great year out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And who is this Hudson? That's it. Yeah. That's that was, it. They were very quiet. Very, very quiet. Um, right. So, I mean, granted, maybe they don't need much, but they need to do something because the giants are there. Well, I mean, I it, feel like they needed another arm, like just get another, another decent starter, something, but when the Dodgers are doing those kinds of moves and the giants go and get Chris Bryant and you don't do anything. Yeah. It's a, yeah, that's not good. So you know. I'm really interested about the white Sox because I actually have an, a question on this sure. in my rundown about the, about the white Sox. So I want to hear why you don't, why you have them as, as your loser. And then I'm, I'm going to follow up this, change up question with the, the fastball question I had for you about the white Sox. Sure. Okay. That's totally fine. So I have the white Sox as the losers at the deadline, because I think they made moves that don't make sense to me. First okay. of all, Kimbrell is not the fit for the white Sox at all. They already have arguably the best closer in the game. So mm-hmm. then they go out and get Kimbrell. I get, maybe you get somebody to help you and whatnot. Maybe it's a rental, but I don't really understand. And, and they had to pay for him. Mm-hmm. Madrigal is this enormous prospect, okay, yeah. involved in the trades. And they okay. go and rent Kimbrel when they already have Liam Hendricks. It doesn't make any sense to me at all to do that. I do like Hernandez. I really do. I think that's a fine piece to, to bring in there. They really didn't need to do all that much, honestly. Maybe get some secondary ball. But you don't give up your farm when – and I think I'm reading They're going to win the division. It's It's like ridiculous. I don't understand the play for Kimbrel. That's like the move that doesn't make any sense to me at all. You know? So um, do you want to get on the Blue Jays before we discuss the White Sox a little more? Yes. Or? Yeah, please do. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm interested with your Blue Jays take as well. I like the Blue Jays uh, friend of the show, Jason Howard Kelly, who was on pointless 64 with you and me. Mm-hmm. Um, he said he made it interesting astute observations like if you're worried about what the yankees did at the trade trade deadline red sox fans watch out for what the blue jays did and it's true they got jose barrios they got hand and they got soria they bolstered parts what they needed to do people are worried uh did they give up people it's like they already have a young team Mm -hmm. that can that's probably the best offense in the game okay so they really needed to get their bull get their bullpen and get their pitching in tow 
Berrios is a great ad. It's a great ad. It's going to be fine. A lot of upside there. Hand is fine. And Soria has tons of experience. These aren't colossal big time moves, but they're smart moves. And that's why I'm giving it to the Blue Jays this year. Um, but yeah, the White Sox, they don't make sense. Hernandez makes sense. That mm-hmm. could fit anywhere. That's a good, solid, well-rounded piece. Kimbrell does not. And I don't like them giving up Madrigal for that. I don't. I think that's, that, I think that's a very um, unwise move for the White Sox. What say you? Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to kind of change my question. Cause you really already answered what sure. I might, cause my question for you and I'll, I'll put it out there so everybody can hear it. My question for you was the White Sox now with, with the addition of Craig Kimbrell, I believe have the best bullpen at baseball. And my question to you was going to be, do you think the White Sox are still the favorites to make the world series out of the American league? And then I was following that up with, do you think they gave up too much for Kimbrell in order to acquire Kimbrell, which you've already answered that question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I want to do is kind of twist it and say, do you believe that because they've given up so much, the White Sox as, as an organization have now put too much pressure on themselves in order to win this season. And that if they don't win the world series this season, because they've given up so much that it might actually turn into a failure over the next couple of years. It really might because like I'm looking at the trade that gave up Nick Madrigal and Cody Hewer, mm-hmm. who's actually going to go basically close for the Cubs, I think now. Um, so I don't, they were going to, they're going to win the division. Okay. Yes. Regardless if they did nothing yeah, at the absolutely. Dead, they win the division. Right. I, I don't see any other no, thing. No. I don't even mind rentals and I don't mind saying, let's put our money where our mouth is and do this. You know, mm-hmm. that's fine. But when you have, if they didn't have a bullpen and they had no elite closer, which they do, it's not like they even have like, like people were talking about like, like Daniel Bard or, you know, whatever from, uh, from Boston, you know, it's like, Oh, well he's, you know, the, the, or it's not Bard. What's, who's the closer for Boston? Is it Bard? I thought so. Am I saying it wrong? Bird? Um, Bard? Ford? Hold on. Barnes. Matt Barnes. I'm getting confused with Daniel Bard. He was from Colorado. Matt Barnes. If you have Matt Barnes, you can make that argument. But if you have Liam Hendricks, who was the number one closer last year in baseball, it's not, it's without question he is. Why would you want to throw in another, like, you know, really credited, really great resume, bona fide closer to come pitch a role he doesn't want to do, mm-hmm. essentially. So he's going to be the eighth inning guy to lead up to Hendricks. It, that to me doesn't make sense. And you give up one of the best prospects in Madrigal. So mm-hmm. those moves don't make sense because that is not the piece you needed to do. Hernandez makes sense. That's adding to your bench. Great. If they added some like just regular bullpen guys that were like, you know, maybe a low four, or high three ERA, maybe some left, just something like that. That makes it, they didn't need to do all that much, but I think in essence, they hurt themselves, put on a big name. Who's not going to fulfill the role that other teams would have. The Red Sox would have made him close. The Astros would have made him close, but he's not going to close when Hendricks is on the team. And now you've just duplicated this role for no reason. In my opinion, when you have Hendricks, that, that that's like that argument with like, when we talk about it, you have Stanton, let's go get judge or whatever it is. It doesn't make sense. This is right. not, it's not a thing it's that more makes of sense. the same. You're not right. Yeah. 
So I, I think it's just a very, um, it'll be fine. The bullpen is going to be crazy. That's, that's fine. But also it could flip the other way. Granted, they're going to go to the postseason. I think they're going to be okay and they're going to be fine. But they didn't. This was a really unforced error, in my opinion, when they could have done something else. Uh, the Hernandez deal made sense, though. I like that. All right, cool. All right, fastball. We're going to have a couple of fastballs here. Sure. The Red Sox made some moves. They picked up Schwarber, Robles, and Davis. Are you happy with these moves? And if not, what would you have liked to see them do instead? Well, it was really shocking when they didn't get Rizzo. We all know what the Yankees did. They went out and stole Rizzo. That's exactly what happened. So mm-hmm. that's a really good move for the Yankees to do that, regardless of what happens. They basically made that move to give a middle finger to the Red Sox. Now they got Schwarber. Now the good, the positive spin on Schwarber is that everything else, whatever, but Schwarber's the, the, the real story, right? The left-handed mm-hmm. bat. Yep. This is very complex. So I, I look at Schwarber and I'm like, okay, they got a left-handed bat. This is good. He's had a great, he's what player of the month, right? And oh yeah. He's, he was on fire. Crazy. Yeah. So you could argue he's a streaky player, what have you, but crazy, right? Um, you know, made the all-star team, blah, blah, blah. He's, he's going to be converted to first base, which yeah. I think he can handle. But then again, that's another growing pain um, that the Red Sox got to go through. You know, not everybody can just do that. Um, but he has a left-handed back and they get him for next year. And there's a spot for him there. Okay, because they really do need a left-handed bat. Um, Rizzo was the better fit, obviously. I would have liked that a lot more. Schwarber is is going to be. I think he's going to be okay. I think it's going to be okay. I gave them a, re- a B minus. I don't think they they were aggressive enough at the deadline. The Red Sox as a whole, I think they should have been. I think there is an over reliance on Chris Sale to come in and save the day for everybody because I'm of the mind Chris Sale is not going to come in and be the Chris Sale from four years ago. He's had one good year with the Red Sox and that's really it. Okay. One Cy Young caliber year where they blew his arm out. That's it. And then even when they won the world series in their most recent attempt, he wasn't fully there. And I don't think he's fully going to be back to this Cy Young every year caliber left-hander that we're used to. I I really don't believe that. Um, So I think they, they could have and should have done been a little more aggressive because the Red Sox certainly have proved to be a contender this year. They deserve uh, to be bought into. And the Yankees and Toronto did stuff, even the Rays a little bit. Yankees and Blue Jays were most certainly more invested and went after it this year. And that is where if they didn't do anything, maybe the Red Sox would look a little better, but they didn't. And in comparison, the Red Sox, I gave them like a B minus and it's really just Schwarber and it's going to be okay. What do you make of the Red Sox, this trade deadline? I think, um, I don't think it was bad by any means. I don't think like you, I, I expected more, a little bit more aggression. Uh, I expected them to go get another arm. Now mm-hmm. I don't, I, I didn't, didn't necessarily have like a specific pitcher in mind. I just expected to get an alert saying, oh, the Red Sox made a play for whomever. Right. Um, just to, just to beef up their rotation, because like you, I don't, I think sale needs time. He's going to need time to marinate. And the longer he, it takes for him to come back, the more I think he may become not an issue, but he's not going to be 
the postseason pitcher that you guys are going to want. And I don't need. think he is. I don't think he is. And people need to wrap their heads around that because he's not the Messiah. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I did expect a little bit more aggression. I, but again, I didn't dislike the moves that you guys made. I thought you guys made good moves um, overall. So I, but like, I, like you're saying though, I, I do think a little bit more aggression would have gone Gone, yeah, I th- gone a long way for them. I do think a lot of it was Duran was was a hard no. It's very apparent Duran was a hard no, which is fine. I think he should be, honestly, with with the future of the Sox, honestly. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of a lot of teams wanted him, and they went nope. And I think that cut him out of a lot of deals. So I think that's what that that's what I in in my own headspace that's what I think happened possibly. So, so you brought up the Yankees. So my next question for you is that the Yankees beefed up their lineup, adding Gallo and Rizzo. They also added a relief pitcher Holmes and a starter, Andrew Henney. Do you like these moves by the Bombers? And do you think that they did enough to make a playoff push? Let's flip this around because I was going to exact, actually the exact same thing, but I'm going to preface it in a different way. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So you uh, recorded LaValle sports talk and you were very, and this was pre-trade and you yeah, made this it very was, clear. This was pre-trade. Yep. Yep. Uh, you you were at the time. Uh, Trevor Story was in talks, which oddly enough did not get moved. Nobody really moved from no, the, no one. The yeah. um, but you were very hard about the Yankees organization going after uh, possibly Trevor Story and the like. Yep. The Yankees go get Gallo as expected. Once Marte went, yeah, I texted I you and, and we all knew Gallo was going to yep. the Yankees. I said, okay, it's going to be one of these two. Marte goes to what, the Athletics, right? Yeah, he goes to the athletics. Those are, all right, Gallo, Yankees, 100%. It's going to happen. They steal Rizzo and they get Heaney, um, who's actually had some success in the past. Okay. What do you make as a Yankee fan? Did this change your anger? Did this make sense? What do you think about the Yankees this year? It hasn't, it hasn't changed my anger. Um, the Rizzo, I would like the Rizzo move a lot more if they didn't get Gallo. I think again, I, and I understand it's a whole lot of power, and I get, I get that, I do. And you got two left-handed batters. I get that part too, I do. But I just, for me, it was you already got Gallo. Why do you need to go get Rizzo too? Now I understand the the whole Red Sox aspect yeah. of it, yeah. but but take that out of it. To me, it was if you knew you were going to make a play at Rizzo, why are you getting Gallo? It just I don't know if they did. I think well, one Gallo you get for next year as well. So you get him for next year as well. And I understand that. I, I, I get that. I, but he's also, for me, it was, I wanted to see them go get a bat that could bat for average. And we have a hoping in Rizzo a little bit. He's Rizzo's not fine, but you're not getting that with Gallo initially. And no, that was my thing was I was sitting no, there not. going, you can't find a left-handed bat out there that can bat for average. We don't need another 240 batter. We have plenty of them. I understand that you make the all-star team if you're on the on the Yankees lineup right now and you bat more than 220, but that's besides the point. Like we need people to get on base. I understand Gallo gets walked a lot, and that's great, but he strikes out a lot too. And again, his batting average is not great. So I, I guess for me it was you went and got Gallo and then you got Rizzo. And I just I have this fear of again, we're doing more of the same. We're just we're just throwing a bunch of power hitters in a lineup hoping that they're going to carry us without get, again, playing smart, playing for average. I, 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 I cannot stand the, um, 
the home picking up homes to me made absolutely no sense. It still well, makes no sense. It made sense later. It, it at the moment, in the moment, at I'm, the moment, it didn't make any sense at all. It, it, it I, I was in. I, if you listened to my podcast, you heard me melt down. I, I was losing my mind. Um, the Heaney thing, I don't really necessarily dislike it. I, I, I'm kind of up in the air with it. I, I don't know how successful he's going to be, but. You know, it, at, at this rate, I don't think you can do you can't do much worse. So it, it wasn't a terrible acquisition by the Yankees. He's not coming in to be the ace or anything. No, no, and and that's fine. I, He's really only had like one good year, one really I, good year though. I guess if I was going to give them a letter grade, I would give them like a B. Which, coming into this trade deadline, I, I was giving them an F. So the fact that they, they actually made some decent moves, like, look, don't get me wrong. I am pumped that we have Rizzo. I mean, how can you not? Yeah, be I, excited I am to have so Rizzo? mad about that. I am like personally mad about that. I'm I so mad about that. I'm not going to lie about that. Like having Rizzo on, on our team is really cool. Like I'm very excited about Spe- that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and it's, it's one of those things where while I'm really excited about it, I'm also not going to give Cashman credit for it. Cause I refuse to give Cashman credit for anything. Um, when it comes down to it, though, I still don't think we're a playoff team. We may make the wild card, but I don't think we're going to win the wild card game. And for me, that doesn't make you a playoff team. Just because you play the one-off game, you need to get. And to me, it's you need to actually be playing for it for the division for the um, excuse me, yeah, the division championship. Like you can't. It. it eh. That's just my opinion. For me, it's oh look, we made the wild card game, but we may get blown out in the wild card game. So that doesn't to me. That's just that's not making. That's not making. You're not making the dance. So overall, I'm I'm okay with it. I'm I'm still angry with my team. I still don't like this team as a whole yet. Um, I'm I'm still not a fan of Cashman. I still think he needs to go, and I I do think we need a change in ownership. As I said on my podcast, I really do. We need someone to start messing around with that front office and actually doing something. Okay. I don't agree with that latter point there. I, I mean, I don't disagree with that latter point there that you've been making. And I think I've come around on it. And unfortunately something colossal needs to happen instead of this weird grandfathering, like almost ma- uh like uh what do you call it? Uh, not like the right of passage monarchy. thing. Of just- it's like a monarchy is what's going on with the Yankees organization. It's like, okay, well who assumes the throne now? You know, right. as opposed to who applied and who's going to get fired and who's going to be held accountable. Like I, even Theo Epstein had to go to Chicago. Like the Red Sox don't mess around. Right. You know, Dave Dombrowski, that didn't work. He was gone in very short amount of time. But the yeah. Yankees, it, it's like you just come in there and you sit on this like throne and and make moves like you do now. So I've come around on that. I, I really think regardless of what actually happens, I think right. – that said, now this is the way I looked at it. The Re- the Yankees did a really great job at the deadline. They really did, and they really surprised me. I'll say okay. that. Right. Um, with that said, this is a Band-Aid, but a really, really good put-together, like, medical Band-Aid. Not one of those Walmart ones you go to the store and you just wrap <laughs> around your finger. They, like, went into a hospital and got this surgical bandage professionally applied. Because Rizzo's probably not going to stay with the Yankees next year. That's probably not going to happen, you know. But they stole him for the Red Sox. That is a giant F you. That scrambled everything because everybody was sitting on Rizzo going to the Sox. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen. Getting Heaney's not bad either. And 
having Gallo locked in, if it was just Gallo, whatever. But they went and they doubled down and said we're in it. And they could very well make a play and catch up. I really do believe it with that of Matt Attal. Now, is this going to happen? Is this going to work? I don't know. I have no clue what's going to happen. When you say catch up, do you mean catch up to the Red Sox? Oh, absolutely. I think they, oh, they wow. absolutely okay. could. You have more faith in them than I do. They just have to, because they can get hurt a little bit and still be okay. Because now you can flip-flop. You you throw in what? It's going to be what? Rizzo, Judge, Gallo, Stanton, something like that probably? Yeah, yeah. Something like that? Yep. Uh, or maybe the other way around where it's Judge, Rizzo, Stanton, Gallo. I think the last lineup I saw, it was Rizzo, Judge, okay. Gallo, Stanton. So, okay. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're or right you on. could just flip-flop righty, lefty, whatever. Yep. yep. That's – if one goes down, which one of them will, you're still fine. You still got a really that's that's a really heavy heart right there, yep. um, but they need to they need the like this only works if they hit, you know because if they hit then everybody can back it up like David Ortiz had the luxury for a while of Manny Ramirez batting behind him, mm-hmm. you know granted David Ortiz had, was still fantastic but it's a lot easier when Manny Ramirez is hitting behind you right you know and that's what has to line up for the Yankees that's what has to happen you know they have to be like. Gallo has to feel really protected with Stanton behind him and, and the like and Rizzo and whatnot. It it could work. It really could work. So I really thought these were if they didn't if they just got Gallo, I would have been like, okay, they kind of flatlined here, but they really went at it. Right. But but this doesn't mean the future is amazing for the Yankees either. Hell no. In the now though, Yankees are pretty fearful. They, okay. they went at it. The Red Sox were, were underperforming at the deadline, and I gave them an A minus. Wow. Okay. I, yeah, I really right. gave them an A minus. Um, yeah, yeah I, I thought it was it was a very very uh, bold. We believe in it. We're going to go for it. And here's a middle finger to Red Sox fans. That is, <laughs> that was rough. That was so rough to watch. We'll see what happens. You know, so. Curveball, do you agree with the Cubs' decision to trade away all of their talent and start fresh? Yes, yes, I absolutely do. Um, by the way, which question – well, it doesn't matter which question we're on because I can answer them all anyway. Yep. So I would say about two, three weeks before the deadline, the Cubs were sort of in it. And they were wondering, hey, are they going to do this? And there was a lot of discussion, what's going to happen? And I, I, I wish I said this publicly, but we didn't talk about it. I should have. But like only and all these guys on the podcast were going, okay, we need to. What? And I'm like, no, they got to move on. And this mm-hmm. was different because the Cardinals were playing better and the like and, and whatever. But I just don't think they were realistically as good as the Brewers were, to be quite honest. Um, so there, this was the time, you know, you have, you have it, you already, you got it with, you know, when, with Theo Epstein, when he put this team together and got everybody in the, they already did it. You know, they couldn't get another one. It's time to move on. And uh, they are. They're going to basically move on. I mean, there's talk that Chris Bryant might come back, all this stuff. But but it's, it's going to be some rebuilding for the Cubs probably. And that's okay. That's that's how it has to go sometimes. Um, so I would have absolutely done what the Cubs did. And I would have even done it if they were in the middling position because the Brewers are just better. So change up now that the trade deadline has concluded which team out of the national league west do you believe is best suited for a world series run 
The Dodgers. <laughs> yeah. Has to be the Dodgers. I know that's unsurprising. Good for the Giants, but it's really the Dodgers. And you you were quite correct in your assertion that the Padres really did not have a good deadline at all. And they really should have done something. They really didn't do much of anything. And the Dodgers go out and get Hall of Famer Max Scherzer and huge prospect, you know, like just bona fide young and Trey Turner. I mean, I look at Scherzer almost as like a Verlander type deal. Yeah. When, they, when mm-hmm. Houston went out and grabbed him, like it's to me, it's like the same thing. You you bring him out and he may, he may want to stay because Scherzer has said he wants to be on the West coast. So maybe, I know. maybe he's not just a rental. He's actually, you know, he's going to want to stick with the Dodgers, but yeah, and they're, they're going to, they're going to be in it next year probably. So, right. But yeah, it's just the fact that even if he is a rental, that's one hell of a rental to have him on your, you know, along with, with everybody else in that freaking uh, pitching rotation. Well, so I, th- I think, I think in all fairness, Scherzer might just stay there. I don't know about Trey Turner. I don't know what the, what the situation there is, but um, what's his situation, but let me see what that is. But, but, but um, yeah, the, the, the Scherzer thing, I'm like, yeah, they, they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. You know, um, let me see here. Trey Turner's contract is, Oh yeah. He's, he's only on a one year thing. Oh, he's got arbitration for 2022 and 23. He might stay. <laughs> okay. Rich get richer. Yeah. Scherzer might stay too, you know? All right. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, spitball for you, pal. What are we so, on? Question what? Uh, let's see. We have one, two, we have three left. So three less. Part six. No, I'm seven. I'm sorry. Excuse me. We're on seven. Okay. So you have the opportunity to see a baseball game tomorrow at any stadium in the country that you haven't been to. What's the first stadium that you're visiting? Let's take a look at who's playing tomorrow. Baseball games. What is tomorrow? August what? Second. Uh, Today's the second. Tomorrow's the third. Oh shoot. Okay. August 3rd. Let's take a look at this baseball games. August 3rd. Who do I want to see? I guess they're going to tigers. I have not been there yet. So, I mean, in my personal thing, I would go, definitely go see the Tigers play. Okay. So my personal thing, I like when I travel for baseball, I like to mm-hmm. see the Red Sox play in a visiting stadium. So I'd go see Detroit. I have not been to Detroit yet, but the game to watch tomorrow. Shoot. Where am I at? Where am I at? August 3rd. So you're going to be hearing this in a different thing. So Phillies nationals, nobody cares. Or it's Yankees. Nobody cares. Um, the game tomorrow Mariners Rays would be interesting, even though that's not that exciting because I've been to the Rays, so I can't pick that one. Um, God. Oh, I think the best game. Oh, there's two really good games. I guess we got to go Astros Dodgers tomorrow. Okay. Um, the second place would be like the Padres and athletics, but I would definitely go see who's pitching tomorrow. Let me see here. Um, I don't know who's pitching. Um, but yeah, it's, um, let me see here tomorrow. Probables Astros dot. If, if it's like Scherzer pitching or something, then you got to see that. But let me see here. Who's pitching tomorrow. Uh, MLB probables. So you'd be, Pitcher. you would lean towards Dodger stadium over Oakland. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see who's pitching tomorrow. And tomorrow. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, who wouldn't want to do that? Okay. Let's take a look here. Dodgers. Lance McCullers Jr. versus Walker Bueller. That'll be good. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll do that. That's cool. the one I'll pick. That's right. the game. Awesome. 
Let's see here. All right. We're going right to the knuckleball. Who has the most seasons with 200 plus innings pitched and 200 plus strikeouts since 2000? Okay. You, you ready? Yeah. Your options are Corey Kluber, Max Scherzer, or Justin Verlander. Okay, 200 Ks, 200 innings pitched. Yeah, I'm gonna go you're going to go with Scherzer. Okay, yeah. it is Verlander with nine seasons since Ooh, 2000. Boy, Verlander's good. I didn't think it was Kluber. Um, Scherzer, Verlander. I believe, is like third on that list. Okay. <laughs> both both of those two are going to the Hall of Fame. So. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, Kluber was like, I don't know, like, I've been stinking it up on these knuckleballs lately. That's all right. I've been trying to make them more difficult because you were blowing me out of the water like the first two or three. (laughs) You were just like, I'm not uh, getting them right. So I'm, I I have to, I have to pick up my game every once in a while. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Last one for you. So curveball here. What is your favorite and least favorite move made at this trade deadline? Favorite and least favorite move. All right. Let me take a look here. Well, it's pretty obvious. My least favorite move is the Kimbrel deal. I thought that was really bad. Yes, that's uh, right. So that that'll go off. If you have another off. one that you want to bring up too, by all sure. Means. Um, that we didn't talk about. Cardinals going to get Lester and Hap. I don't understand what that's about. They're done in my book, so yep. I don't understand that. Um, favorite move. Hmm. What is my favorite move here? It's because it's got to be fun. Like the Blue Jays did a great job getting Barrios. I do like that. You know what? I'll give it to. Do I give it to Bryant? Or you know what? You know what I'm going to give it to? A shout out. It's not even the biggest thing. I'm going to give it to the Rays for getting Nelson Cruz. I think okay. that is that's really not even like the best or most impressive mood out here. But personal favorite. Yes, because they needed to do something and there's star power in Tampa. And that's awesome. That happened well before I was at a bar watching. They got Nelson Cruz. And then I was there the next day. He's hitting home runs and stuff like that. I'm like, this guy, I mean, granted steroids, all this other stuff, whatever. But, you know, this guy's like 40 years old, hitting bombs all over the place. He's still batting 280. I mean, this is great, you know, and it's actually somebody I would like to go see because I haven't seen him play. So personal favorite, I got to get a shout out to the race for actually like kind of doing something um, and getting like, that's a legit bat. That's a legit power bat, you know, for sure. I like that. I love it. I love it. That's all right. So that brings us to our third segment, which gives Mr. Space the opportunity to discuss any topic that I may have missed. But before we get to that, we need a fantasy update. Okay, so I actually had a rough week because it was the, it was coming off the All Star break, but I tied, so it was okay. Right. Um, so that that was really it. It was we, it was a weird the way they did it because like two weeks kind of lumped into one, like a week and a half. So I tied that week. It was six six. Uh, I'm still in second. I'm doing fine. Um, I did not make any big moves. The only trade move, and I think I've said this, was I was offered a Dolis Garcia for Sandy Alcantara. Um, uh, months ago, I think a month or so ago. And that was a very good trade. I needed to uh, uh, bolster my uh, outfield and I did. And uh, Alcantara is having a great year uh, or had a good 
year at the time. And I just had enough pitching to get by with Zach Wheeler and the likes. So I was like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. Um, but yeah, that was basically it, my friend. Um, so let's do, let's do this. And I just wanted to go through some of these teams and, um, I was going to go through our picks and see how we did, but we both did so badly that it doesn't yeah, matter. That was pretty ugly. So I thought uh, we could go through some teams and, um, what we didn't cover and then maybe rank and give a grade to see what happened here. So let's go through the standings here. Let's actually start with this. The Rays had a great weekend. They overtook the Red Sox. They are on top of the division there. They're up by one and a half games right now. They went out and got Cruz and they also got Hunter. Um, what do you think of what the Rays did at the deadline? I gave them, I'll tell you what you, you go ahead first and maybe give them a grade. Um, you know, I'll give them a B. I mean, I, I thought that they like, I think like you said already uh, about the cruise acquisition, I thought that was a really good move for them. The Rays don't ever do anything at the trade deadline. They're, they're mm-hmm. always quiet. And so the fact that they actually made some moves and, and like you said, they went and they got someone with some star power behind them. I think, I think overall it was good. And, and the Rays, the Rays have surprised me this year. I didn't have the Rays being as good as they've been. So the fact that they've overtaken the Red Sox now and that they're in first place, I, you know, I, I think the Rays are going to be a force to, to be reckoned with in the yeah, postseason, sure. which is why I've, I've, you know, I still believe that the Red Sox are going to win the division, but if the Yankees are going to face off against any team in the wild card, it's, it's going to be the Rays. And that gives me absolutely no confidence. So we could see a WC game with Red Sox Yankees, which would be a lot of fun. That, that would, could happen. That would be well, except for the fact that you guys own us this year. But yeah, outside of that, oh, true, that is true. Yeah, you it, guys. It, which if is, we which play is, all nine innings, we do. Yeah, yeah. So that's why we had to go take Rizzo because we need some sort of victory <laughs> for us for the end of the season. It really bothers me because Rizzo just feels more Red Soxy than Yankee. Oh yeah, God yeah. No, it it made sense. Like the whole going from the Cubs to the Red Sox, it just kind of fits. Right. He he was part of the Red Sox organization in the minors too. So it just it was like oh okay. Oh, so now it would have been him coming back home. Well, maybe he'll, maybe he'll end up as a Red Sox. You never he could, know. he very well could. Um, um, but yeah, overall, yeah. man. Yeah. I'll give him a B. I think I, think I give I, him a B too. And I do like, and I, I know this doesn't matter as much, but I like a little popularity contest because the Rays have some good players, but nobody cares about him. But Cruz comes in. It's like, Hey, people know who Nelson Cruz is. So I like that. All right. Uh, we kind of touched upon it a little bit, but let's go into it. Maybe your perspective. Uh, I gave the Red Sox a B minus for getting Kyle Schwarber this year. Uh, what do you make of the Red Sox? What grade would you give them? Um, I'll, I'll stick with your B minus. I mean, I was right around a B B minus for them. Like I said, I, I, I didn't hate what they did. I, I didn't love it either. I thought that they did. They made some moves They you know, they did what they needed to do. Uh, but I, like I said, I think the one glaring thing that I would have liked to see them do is go get another arm, go get yeah. another starting pitcher. So um, we'll go, I think B minus is a fair grade for them. Cool. Yankees. You didn't give them a grade. I gave them an A minus. I really like what the Yankees did a lot this year. Um, now that I've talked to you a little bit, do you want to upgrade that B? Give them a little higher grade. I think I'm going to have to give them a B. Okay. Stick with the B. I'll, okay. I'll stick with a B for them. Um, just because I'm, I, I still don't understand. I, I still, it's, it's the Gallo and Rizzo thing, man. I, I know I understand the, the reasonings behind it, but for me, just on the field, it, eh. okay. Let me, let me, let me ask you this. Can you separate a now and future? Okay, if we're just going to forget go with the future, na- forget future in the now. In the and, now, and I'm not I saying would, they do this for all the teams, but just, I, just for this team. I guess for really- me, this is this is 
and I probably should have looked at it in the now. If I'm going in the now, then they did an excellent job at their trade deadline. Yes. And I would, I would probably have to agree with you and give them, put them in the A. For me, it's I, and I, th- I think everyone does it when you're talking about your team is you're always thinking not just presently, but what is this going to mean two, three, four years down the road? Yeah. Um. So for me, that's why I can't get them higher than if I'm Fair future enough. tense, it's a B. Right now, I will agree with you and put them in the A category. I don't, I don't want you to like do it for every team, but I was just like curious about yeah, separating yeah, yeah. No. that a little bit. I, I think you're right. I, I think for me, I have to compartmentalize it and, and kind of just look at it in the moment. If we're just giving them a grade for right now, then yes, I agree with you. Yeah, I gave them an A minus just because there's yeah. ramifications for what they did. Um, okay. The Blue Jays, I gave an A, and I said they're the winners at the deadline. Huge winners. I like what they did. What do you make of the Blue Jays? Uh, I agree with you. I, I would. The only reason why I'm not going to give them an A is because I would give the Dodgers the A. I, so I would give them like an A minus. Um, but no, I do. I think I think the Blue Jays have also put themselves in contention, though. I mean, I know we were just yeah. talking Red Sox, Rays, Yankees, but the Blue Jays are right there too. It's it, this is a four a four horse race right now. Crazy. Um, and it, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I, I know you think the Reds, uh, the Yankees can make a push. I, I wouldn't be shocked if, if the Blue Jays. Made oh, a I think so through. too. It's so it's going to be uh, these these divisional rivalry games coming up over the next couple months are going to be very very interesting. Excellent. White Sox. I was very hard on the White Sox. I gave them a D. Uh, what do you give the White Sox after our conversation today? I'm going to give them a C. I won't go as hard as a D, but I do understand where you're going from. Because again, I think if they're smart and they're able to manage their bullpen appropriately, I do think they can do something special with with the addition of Kimbrel. What that is, that's Larusa. Larusa's got to figure that yeah, out. Yeah, which is a very interesting manager this year. Very, he has very been. So, um, you know, I yeah. So I mean, like I, I don't hate what they did. I, I I agree with you on the long-term ramifications of what they did. And I think that what they did was stupid. It, it was when you're, when you're thinking out, you know, a couple of years down the road, I, I do think that they're in it for right now. So thinking sure. about it as this season win or it's a failure, I kind of like the aggression, but if I'm a white Sox fan, it's, I've got, I'm, I'm kind of, kind of sort of having heart palpitations because I'm realizing this is it. Like right now we're, we're, we've literally put all our chips in, in the center here. And if we don't win the world series this year, we may never get another opportunity again, because we don't know what's going to happen with the fact that we just lost all this talent just for this one player. That's my issue. Like if they, if they, I'm not even opposed to getting rid of Montreal, but you got to go get somebody like, like that, if they went out and got by, they don't need these. That's the thing; they don't need anybody. But if they went out and got some superstar, if they went like out a and got bias, like, yeah, maybe, maybe they don't really need to. But that would have made a little more sense. But Kimbrel, they have the best closer; they already have. Right. That, no, that it just none you. of it made sense. None of it. It's really stupid. Honestly, I think it's really stupid. Um, there's really not much to talk about in the uh, central here. Oh, let's talk about your favorite team, by the way. I, I'm going to say this. I want to take a pause here on the side here because I thought about our discussion uh, two weeks ago oh, no. about the Astros. Oh, no. <laughs> and I want to follow up with this. I'm sorry I'm taking a side, but I got to follow up with this. 
Yeah, it's cool. What's up? Because I listened back to that. Okay. <laughs> and I just feel like I did not destroy you the way I would have liked. Okay. Well, according according to Rich Show, you you absolutely housed me in that argument. The Garrett Cole thing, yeah. But here's the part I look back and I'm like, Austin, why didn't you say this? You ever do this? You're looking at listening to your podcast. Oh, I, listen to, I listen back all the time. Oh yeah. Okay. hundred percent. So here's my argument. I want to throw this. Cause you're okay. like, here was, here was your response. The degrees. Okay. And then Richo was making fun of this. The degrees of, of what the Astros did of cheating is yes. what makes me upset. And my question is, who are you to decide? <laughs> decide? What thermometer scale on the Lavalley meter is cheating? Like, like is taking steroids at nine and then, you know, tipping pitches this way a seven? Like, why do you get to decide? It sounds ridiculous. You know, I'm right on that. Like, that's a very, a, that's a very fair point. That sounds yeah. when you when you throw it back at me, it makes me sound extremely arrogant. But I have decided that <laughs> like, I am the I am the overall judge of what is. <laughs> what is considered cheating and what is not that is a fair point that is a very very fair point and i honestly do not have a, a strong enough retort <laughs> off the top of my head to uh to All right. myself out of the hole that you have just put me back in yeah well okay good um <laughs> the good. only thing i can say is i just like i said i equated it to what the patriots did so for me it was this was above and beyond what other teams have done and i guess that's the only way i can say it is that we'll uh well, you think on that and then come back in two weeks and we'll talk again. Okay. You know, and right. the Astros have an even more farther divide with the athletics because they're up almost five games right now. Okay, let's talk about the Astros for real. Uh, Astros got Montero, Graveman, and Garcia. They added to their bullpen. They did not get Kimbrel, but they did make their bullpen a little bit better. Uh, what would you grade the Astros? Unfortunately, I would have to give them like a B. Yeah, I gave I mean, them a B plus. I, you know, it's it, I can't. As much as I'd love to say that, you know, it, they're a disaster, they're not. They actually made really smart moves. They did. Um, and I, I can't I can't take it away from them. So all three are options, and then maybe one can even arise as a closer here. Yimi right. Garcia, Kendall Graveman has had success, and Rafael Montero has had a lot of success. He's very good. Um, so they actually made a more because I thought Kimbrell to me is still the perfect fit for uh Houston, but they actually put themselves in a position to go, okay, what can we do here? I almost, it would have been better if they flipped this, you know, if like two out of these people went over to Chicago and then Kimbrell came over to the Astros, but this was a very smart move for the Astros. So um, athletics, the athletics go get Starling Marte and they get uh, Josh Harrison. Uh, what do you make of the athletics? Uh, I don't know. I'll give him like a C, C plus. Okay. I actually went higher on them. I give them a B plus. They did get rid of Lazardo though. So my your boy Derek Jeter did some moves there to get some guys. I you know, I just I was riding high on the athletics. So I was expecting I don't know, I was expecting something. Something yeah. just just a little more a little more pop to uh to make Houston sweat a little what, bit. What's and, wrong and with Marte? The, Marte's fine. Marte's all right. He's okay. I don't know. I'm not I guess I'm not as high on Marte as a lot of other well, people. Well he did have that steroid thing which devalued him immensely but he's um i mean he used to be like really good you know for pittsburgh and stuff so yeah I just, which is weird yeah. so was harrison he played on pittsburgh too yeah i don't know i i'm gonna I'm stick with my c grade for them I just okay. I, I i would have liked to see them do something else okay okay um okay interesting one seattle mariners they get castillo but they lose graveman 
Yeah, I don't know what the hell Seattle's doing, man. They, I mean, I don't even know what really to give them. I'm because I'm not going to give them a the D. Wild card race, I guess. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'll I mean, they them, are. They're high, a, they were higher than the Yankees at one point. I mean, they're yeah. there. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'll give them a C plus. I, I just. I, 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 to me, it's satisfactory. Like they didn't do it. In my opinion, they didn't do anything to really improve their chances. They didn't do anything to put themselves out of contention. I just, you know, I gave him a D plus. I don't understand what they're doing. And I don't know why you would get rid of Graveman to go get Castillo later. It doesn't make sense. They're the, the, that's the only team I put. That's not a very good grade. And I gave it to the Mariners. I don't believe in them at all. I don't know why. My one team that I that I think, aside from the Padres, are the Rockies. Why mm. is Trevor Story still a Rocky? I don't understand it. And German Marquez, he didn't go anywhere, did he? I don't believe so. No, that was the other one, which is really weird. I just, I don't understand yeah, what the hell anywhere. they're doing in Colorado. Yeah, I don't know what's going on in Colorado. I don't know either. I mean, talk about a team that had so much potential a few years ago. And, and since yeah, then, I loved them. it's just, I, I just don't understand what they're doing, what the point is. Yeah. They really need to get rid of people. And I don't understand why you want to get rid of Marquez and story and whatever. I, I don't know. I really don't know what, what's going on in Colorado. Um, I just kind of ignore, like, that is true. They're not contending and whatever, but that is really weird. Um, all right, let's go to the National League a little bit. Uh, the Mets went out. They got Javi Baez, and they also got Rich Hill. Uh, what do you think of the Mets? I like the Mets, man. I think the Mets, the Mets are, are they're solid, man. They're a really, really good team. I think that they're. Uh, I mean, if the Dodgers weren't so damn good, I, I would, I would like the Mets even more. I just, they, I mean, they'll they'll, they'll make a decent postseason run. I mean, there there's nothing there's nothing stopping them until they face Dodgers, maybe, maybe the giants potentially. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think they're the third best team in the NL. I don't, I, like I mean, I don't like the Mets personally, but I think they did a great job at the deadline and I gave them an a minus. I gave them right, right on par with the Yankees and the Dodgers. I think they did what they needed to do um, because there's two other teams that are trying the Phillies and the Braves are trying the Phillies went out and got Galvis Gibson and Ian Kennedy um, what do you make of the Phillies this year? The Phillies, to be honest with you, I hadn't even been really paying attention to the NL East until I checked the standings when I was creating the questions and stuff. And I, yeah. I looked and I went, holy shit, where the hell did the Phillies come from? They came out of nowhere. It's um, still tight. M- mainly because I just thought that the Mets were kind of no, starting that, to run away with it. That's why I'm hating on the Mets because they really should be better than this and they're not. And the Phillies and the Braves are right there. The Braves... Well, let's hold off for the Braves. Oh, Phillies, what do you what do you what do you want to grade them on there? I give them a B. Okay, I give them a C minus. I don't think they did anything to really make anything better, and okay. I, I don't really think they're better than the Mets. So, I but I don't know if they could make any moves to be better than the Mets. To be honest, they, with you. they tried, but I don't see these moves as being really great. Okay, so, but the Braves are like this. It's like this curious case of the Braves. They lose one of the best players in the game. They get Eduardo Rodriguez, Jorge Soler. No, no, no. Richard Rodriguez from Pittsburgh. Jorge Soler, Eddie Rosario, who I love. I love Eddie Rosario. And they re they re go and get Duvall. I just don't. What is going on with the Braves? Look, here's the team that I thought was going to win the World Series. Right. And you did too. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. 
it's, it's, it's hard. It's, it's like that team that like you want to quit because you just know it's not going to happen this year, but they keep like kind of like teasing you a little bit. Like, Hey, look, look at what we're doing. We could actually potentially mm-hmm. pull something out of our ass here and make a run. I like the moves. I, I just don't think, moves. I just don't think it's, it matters this season. Right. I, I, and at the end right. of the day, so, I mean, like the moves are great, but this year it, it to me, it's just, it, they're, Unfortunately, they're shit out of luck this year. It's just not, I, it's not meant to be. I agree. And it pains me so much because I look at these moves. I'm like, these moves make sense. They're pretty good. They aren't too expensive. They're smart. They're solid pieces. Um, I wonder if there's something in there because they're bracing for the likelihood of Freddie Freeman not returning. And do they get Duvall and left-handed bats to come in there and sort of fix this? Because I think they can still win without Freddie Freeman because they've locked up Acuna Jr. And right. um, Ozuna is still there. So if they have that left-handed bat, they don't need Freddie Freeman to move forward. So it's very smart about who they're getting in their organization. But because I don't see them overtaking the Mets this year, I gave them a B- minus because I don't – they're being so aggressive – it's so it's so painful to watch because I'm with you. It's like this is such a smart team, and they're just not coming together. I'm going B minus as well. It just feels it feels like everything's going wrong for the Braves. A lot of injuries. They had their All Star game stolen from them. Very very sad to watch. Um, let's talk about the Milwaukee Brewers. The Brewers. What did they do? Oh, they got Eduardo Escobar. But that's it. Yeah, they didn't. I mean, but they don't. Again, do they need to do anything? I think they should have done more. I, I really thought they should have jumped into the Chicago Cubs and gotten somebody, um, a Bryant, a Baez. They should have stored somebody. They got okay. Eduardo Escobar. He's okay. But I really think they needed like a big time splash because Yelich is your boy. Your boy Yelich isn't Yelich anymore, I guess. Thank so it's God. like they don't have, you know, I, I mean, they, the pitching's there, but they needed some name, in my opinion, to really. Well, I mean, they clearly could have gone after Story. I mean, nobody else did. Yeah, exactly. They should have done something. Yeah, so that's a good point. Big. And they, I don't point. think they did anything big enough. Uh, what do you What do you rank the Brewers? Um, you know, honestly, I, I'll give them. I give them a C plus. I gave them a C plus as well. Yeah. You know. Um, all right, almost done here. Uh, the Cardinals, we talked about them. Don't know what the hell is going on. Yeah, there. I don't, uh, that, that, uh, they, they get Happ and Lester. They're in third. They're nine and a half out. I really don't see the Cardinals doing anything. They really should have, but they've fallen out of it. Uh, I gave them a C. I don't really know what Lester is going to add to the organization. Hap's fine, but I don't really know what this team is real. I mean, granted, granted, they're one of like, five teams in baseball you don't count out because they're the Cardinals. It's like Yankees, Cardinals, Twins, Red Sox. There's a few teams you don't count out. But I think it's they're just too far behind. Mm-hmm. It was weird. What do you rank the Cardinals? Um, I'm giving the same grade you did. Like I don't sure. I don't disagree with anything you said. All right, three more. Uh let's start with the best team in baseball, the San Francisco Giants. They go and get Chris Bryant. I love it. I love the move. I really do. That's all they did, really. Yeah, but I I think it's such a it's. He seems like a giant. I don't know why. Yeah, it fits. It fits. It fits. It just it works. It works. So for that, I'm going to give him an. I'm going to give him a B plus. So Uh, I'm a little higher. Gave him an A minus. I like the Giants. Okay. Um, we talked extensively about that. Uh, the Dodgers. Um, they added Scherzer and Turner. You 
clear you gave him at the winners at the deadline you're giving him an a i presume oh yeah yeah they give him an a plus as far as I'm they also concerned. got danny duffy which is fine too that's not bad either uh, i gave them an a minus that's uh, that's it they're, they're very good um a very high a minus like borderline 90 like two and a half um all right and then you talked about this we talked about it a little bit the the san diego padres you said are the biggest losers at the deadline they basically add hudson and they add adam frazier from pittsburgh who do you what do you rank the padres again i'm giving them a d minus man Woo boy i gave them a c don't think they did enough they got to compete in this division i think we agree on that so you know i guess they didn't give up anybody big but No, but they didn't add anybody. Like to me, it's you have, you've had all this momentum all season long. You've been, you've been right there and you just, you do nothing. (laughs) You literally do nothing. And watch the Dodgers go nuts. And then the giants get a big dog in there. So, yep. Um, Cool, man. Yeah. I just wanted to go over the teams and this and that. I love the trade deadlines. A lot of fun to talk about, isn't it? This was a really fun one. I guess you might be right. There was a lot of stuff going on. This is like, uh, 16 teams we talked about that I think are worth talking about, which is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No, this was good. Do you have anything else, man, before we close it down? That was it, man. That was it. All right, buddy. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the Spaceball Podcast brought to you by the Silent Network. As always, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. We greatly appreciate it. Please be sure to subscribe, rate and view wherever you get your podcasts. And that's it. That's all I have for you this week. Be well, stay safe. We'll talk to you all again in two weeks. Yeah.